Good day and welcome to the Barcast. That's right. I'm Salt. And I'm George. And we've got... Nandy. Hey, Nandy. <laughs> Good to have you in here. A lot of people don't know that you're a bar athlete, no? Uh. I train, I train, holding a good fight. <laughs> let, me, let, me talk, let me start with Nandi actually yeah, since, since we have you here. So how did you get involved in bar? Um, well, George is my trainer. He trained at Surfside, so right. he told me to come to the Monday morning class. And that kind of started. But actually last year I wanted to try it. Me and my dancers, Rhythm Try, wanted to try it. But we ended up at a rehearsal and it didn't quite work out. Right. But I was on the sidelines and wishing that I was out there and trying. And, and you watch it from the yeah. sidelines. How does it feel? What does it look to you? I want to jump in. It, <laughs> Tara, at the same time, if yeah. I'm being real, there's yeah. a, a lot of strong people, competitive people. So. She was watching it like, I could get that door. I was watching it like, Shh, I know what it is. I want to try. That's key. Very much wanted to try. I wanted to be out there. I actually wanted to jump in, but I couldn't. And then I went to Nikita's birthday. Her birthday celebration was a yeah. pop-up yeah. at one of the courses. And it was a good gauge to see where I was at fitness-wise. It's yeah. still completely different, but I could see how my fitness training otherwise would tie into that. But it was fun. So... I can encourage a couple of friends. Hey, we are doing this. We are doing this. <laughs> I want to talk to you about your experience at Nikita's pop-up camp, mm-hmm. pop-up uh, workout day, because that was Nikita's birthday. So a lot of y'all yeah. guys came. I was really happy to have you all on the course. Mm-hmm. Describe that experience, your first real taste of um, a bar like training session. Hmm. I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Like, Yes, I watch it and I see it from videos, but actually being in it is still a different experience. So I didn't know what was going to come next. I didn't know how, f- how much further we had to go. For right, me, it right. was about trying to pace myself, even though by the first set of burpees, I was dead. And it's hard to pace yourself when you don't know how much longer <laughs> exactly. you have to go. Yeah. And I still wanted to push, push through and not give up. But, huh. Yeah, I feel like the entire time I cuss Nikita in my head. <laughs> yeah, fair I love you, but I still cuss you, but I'm glad that you invite me out. Before that, there, scale of 1 to 10, where you would say your fitness was at? Uh, in my head, it was a <laughs> 6. In your head, it was a 6. Uh-huh. By doing Barney <laughs> first, it was like, we like at a 3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we back down the line and we need I to come up. I haven't trained for the last few weeks for a bar. Um, Where you at now? Okay, let's push that down to a two, and then you're at a four now. Yeah, a four. <laughs> so you, you still feel like you're not up to where you would have been before. Oh, because that was in your head. Yeah. But realistically speaking. Yeah, so you, you there was so much that I was leaving out that I should have been doing more on. So if you push it down to a two and you're at a four now, you're already twice as fit now yeah, as you were. I feel, you know, I'm going to give a myself a little pat on the back. Right. I d- very much feel the difference. And then even translating that into a football, I feel like I can run for a longer time because is after the burst speeds are running here to enter another yeah actually course. two of the girls on my team amanda and aronda mm-hmm. they played football on a national level as well mm-hmm. and they were saying the bar training is quite possibly the hardest thing they have ever done i agree, with that. I, oh. <laughs> I agree. hands down <laughs> there's right. no question about that i've never never carried buckets before like right. in right. that situation and um I excited to try the container climb and all the other things and use my other skills and try to like work that into that. So I'm looking oh, forward oh, to it. Oh, has the football training helped though? Yeah. Okay. 
to me, the football training will be endurance. But I mean, like, for the container climb, I'm doing it with other people who are in, like, dance circles and cheerleading circles. So, like, they know about lifting and stuff like right, that. So, right. I'm excited to try those things and, like, apply them to now the bar course. My other female competitor is a footballer as well and an athlete. So, medic, you know. Is, is Ambrose medic that you're doing? It yeah. Like? Okay, <laughs> okay. She, yeah, she's dope. I convinced her too. And I, I for sure know about ain't getting hurt on our team. Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? It's not for long. <laughs> exactly. you all going to make it through to the end for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. That's the important part for us to finish. And if anything, at least we can have fun because i on a team with a bunch of jokers. Right. Nice. So, who is your team? Um, the other person, so Empress Medic, Chanel Trotman, Big Up Sports Therapy 101. Um, Clay, <laughs> Thorn. Clay. Clay was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thorn is the other person. He does He's his kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. He could do muscle ups, George. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the other person, Romel, is a dancer. He also okay. trains with Thorn. So, all right, right. Looking forward to team. We haven't been quite together yet. Trying to fix that with the pop up on Saturday. Right. Work out all those kinks before we get on course. But looking forward to it. You had said something. You said that when you started doing the bar training, you found that there were things missing from your fitness. Mm-hmm. For example. I mean, it's different to me in a gym. Yes, you lift for strength and stuff like that, but no, it's different where I have to apply lifting that bucket and carrying it for a distance, especially when they're tired from right, right. coming, just coming from doing an exercise and then jumping straight back into another workout. Um, that's a different level of endurance there. Right. And, and I think for, for me, when I plan these things, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we would typically look at certain activities as being endurance activities mm-hmm. and other activities as being strength, strength. activities. Yes. Right. And you can do that in the gym. But real life isn't like that. So real life, if I have to pick up something heavy and carry it a long way, I'm combining strength with endurance. Yeah. Right? So you're not really able to always pick them apart in a real life situation and, and, and do them. I mean, you think about our grandmothers and grandfathers and things that would have gone into town, walk town, yeah. Yeah. do the long shopping, distances. put the things on the head and walk back with them, you know? So that type of thing is what we're trying to create with bar. We're trying to make it unpredictable. We're trying to make it a little messy trying to see how people adapt to these situations that are actually more like real life functional movements than the typical well-balanced, precise, pristine environment you would get in a gym, which has its place as well, even right. preparing. Yes. But when I put you out in the wilderness, for example, who do I want to be out in the wilderness with? Do I want the guy who's always in the gym or do I want a bar athlete? And I can choose a bar athlete. Yeah, sure. athlete. If it, if, especially if I was in the wilderness. Sure, <laughs> sure. George, you train Nadi, so tell right. me a bit about Nadi's personality and her approach to training and what you would oh, say how that is going to translate to her, her, pers- yeah. her personality. Yeah, is pressure, it? George. Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that this is a PG show, <laughs> and therefore I might not be able to express myself fully. But um, you know, I think there's something that I've noticed from training athletes people who've been involved in sport on a competitive level for many years, as opposed to training um, those persons who might have come to fitness later on in life and might have done so for aesthetic reasons. Right. Yeah, um, that's a good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not just a little bit, but that was that one of the mean. primary drivers for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then once they got in the gym and they lost some weight, then they started thinking about maybe I ran a 5K, maybe I do that bar thing and so on. Yeah. And, and the main difference is in the mental fitness. So... Why have I thrown it, Nandy? Like, even sometimes I throw a, a, an exercise at her, and I'm like, okay, you getting tired? And she's like, no, no, I want to try it. 
Right. Like she's never defeated. She wants to try it. I can push her as hard as I want. Right. In fact, in fact, some, and sometimes I have to be the one who's tamping it down, saying, "Okay, that's enough for today. Let's stop." Because competitive athletes are all constantly being thrown in situations where you have to dig deep to stop somebody from scoring a goal. You got to yeah. run back and make a tackle, or you're in a basketball court. You got to run back and make a block. Yeah. You know, you you're in a fight and you're tired as hell, and somebody's punching you. You can't handle that guard. You, you can't. You can't <laughs> say I tired and done. Yeah. You know, so you. I think athletes have that extra gear, uh, and that's one of the things I've noticed with training, Andy, for sure. I actually needed that because I can't, somehow I still can't quite motivate myself in the gym, so personally training myself, I would probably cheat myself a whole lot, but if George yeah. gave me it to do, I could try it. Right. right. <laughs> so I can't go anymore, and then I trust that he, I know he got discovered, so he's not going to make me do something that I'm not ready for. Right, 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 so you trust the trainer. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of doing things that you're not ready for, I understand you've been on rope claims. I have. <laughs> I actually got it done on the first try. Really? Yeah, yeah they yeah. taught me through like the little details and the tiny, and I got it done on the first try. Have you been done it, doing them before? No, that was the first. I mean, after, sorry. After. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's uh, been doing the Monday workout, so rope claims are in there, and she, mm-hmm. she yeah. I was impressed by that, actually. And I, again, so, I but again, what claimed them on the first mm-hmm. try, especially, and I don't want to be thing, but it's obvious you're a, a leggy athlete, so that means you get the foot technique done, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll yeah. pump your upper body. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Exactly. Like, not like, I think that comes again from having been thrown in situations where you had to acquire new skills. Yeah. And having to, and having to listen to coaching. Yeah. And take that coaching and then transfer it into, okay, you know, an actionable thing, right? Exactly. Because right. that's one of the things that, that I noticed with Nandi as well is that she wants you to be as intricate with your coaching as you can. Like, come down to the fine details. So some mm. people, they, when you tell them squat, you, you give them two corrections and they, like, they don't want to hear all these fine things. You could correct Nandi as much as you want. She wants every little detail to improve her performance on whatever activity it is you throw at her. That's it. I want the best and the most I could get out of it. So tell me everything you could do to get there. You have a life outside of um, training, dancing, football, which is like a professional level. You work in a lab. Uh, doing research at UE, yeah. Yeah, so is that where that attention to detail comes from a little bit as well? I want... Or you can't get in there and mix it and then blow you whole UE, no? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some people may argue that you should. <laughs> you are correct. Um, I actually think it comes from dancing where it started dancing, in right. dancing because I always wanted to be as close as possible to the teacher as I could be so every little detail like paying attention to it watching where the arm is the angle that I at the coat that I did like all those little details so that I write in the time and I have all the information I need to then apply that to myself so I kind of take that through with that everything else. That actually makes else. more sense than the professional life because really truly like me for one I cannot watch a dance and get the choreography I do not know really? how y'all watch a dance uh-huh. one time I should be like five, six, seven, <laughs> eight and bam, bam, bam and let's see everybody five, six, and then bam, bam how y'all hitting it the same time so that's really Yeah, it yeah. comes with practice so then that coming to the road claim like how they would I think it was between you and Chad mm-hmm. giving me the details and feeding. Is have your leg here, make sure the rope is in between, so clamp on dance. top, stand yeah. up, then every little detail I push through. So even when I tired now, I apply those and I think it through to make sure I do every step by step and I reach the top before I even know it. I actually have a young lady who loves dancing who wants to improve her work climate and I'm going to let her know that it's like dance. Think of it like a dance. It's just a yeah, number of steps being 
repeated. So once you get those steps down, you repeat yeah. them again. The next yep. thing I just said before you know it, you're at the top. Yep. Yep. And the, the precision, you know, because you can, and that's the thing I try to get across to the persons who are coming to bar for the first time, especially you guys. The guys can usually muscle up the rope just on pure upper body strength. Yeah. But that Or we don't do legs. <laughs> <laughs> but after 6K, when you are coming to that rope, and you don't have the proper technique. How are you going to feel when your arms just carry the atlas stone? You just do yeah. a bucket carry. You had a long log. You had the logs in the forest. You had sandbags. You're climbing over. All these things. And your arms come now. And you try to muscle up that rope. Mm-hmm. It might not be the best thing. So I think just working. And we've seen like relatively small humans. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to like do it by gender. But we've seen relatively small humans who are who don't really have what you would consider to be huge upper body yeah, strength. Boy. We've seen them on the rings. We've seen them on the grip rig. We've seen them on the monkey bars. We've seen them on the rope. And largely it's because of proper technique yeah. and learning the precision to, to perform these movements. Precision sure. really does uh, help. Uh, bars a whole new world. What other things have you, what other skills have you unlocked, Nandi, mm. since you've been in bar? You do the rope climb. You done any rings, any monkey bars? Yeah, yeah. Actually, the rings took me a little longer. Is Again, you need to be out there to figure it out and to actually know because doing the rings and gloves, it wasn't working for me. And it was strange for me because I have fairly strong shoulders and I can at least hold my body weight swinging from like cheerleading or any other sport that I've been, or just going across monkey bars. But I could not get it done in the gloves and I couldn't figure out why. But then I tried it without the gloves and I got through. Gotta get the feel. I had to actually be any moment and try it. It looked boring. It looked like, oh yeah, that should be easy. But then actually doing it was something completely different. Uh, so have you been able to do it in gloves since then, or you always do it bare hands? I, I do it bare hands. That's something you remember on the day. Yeah, now. I I go worked out. Right, right. <laughs> where you need the gloves, where you don't need them. So you tell me that your team going to be at the pop up this weekend. Yeah. Um, but you tell me all guys here the pop up will be gone, but uh, at the pop up this weekend, working out strategy. Mm-hmm. Tell working me a bit about that. How's that group chat going? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, anything. At least we are going to have fun because we're <laughs> jokers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, it's just been gas and people trying to gear at themselves and question often, what did we sign up for? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But we just taking it step by step till we get there. I feel like Saturday is going to show us a lot, and then from there, we could probably start strategizing what would be the best way for it. But because we have, haven't been together and out there at the same time, Kind of still trying to piece piece information right now. Y'all registered already? I am going to finish that today. Uh, I like your approach, though. I like the whole approach of, even though you guys are doing a competitive wave, I like the whole fun approach. Because, I love it. Yeah, because I think as, as bar develops more and more as a sport, certain people will show proficiency. Mm. And it's going to become more and more competitive at the top. Yes. Right? But, like... I try to make the analogy between, you know, Chicago Marathon or London Marathon and, and bar. So when Kipchoge goes to the line, there's maybe five men in that marathon that, could, that have a chance of winning, mm-hmm. right? But there's still 30,000 people behind them. Yes. You got people who are good club runners who are looking to run on the four hours. And you got men yeah. in Mickey Mouse costumes who can run six to eight hours who are just out there trying to raise money for charity, right? Yeah. And everybody needs to find their place within the event. So people will look at it and they're like, man, they don't do nine again. Well, well you ain't beating Kipchoge. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so by, by, by that same extent, 
if you and your team are now coming together and you're not four elite athletes, you're probably not beating officer killers. You're probably not beating outdoor fitness, etc. Yeah. So you set your own goal within the event. Like a, a club runner is going to say, well, I want to run sub four. A, a new bar athlete that's fit might say, well, I want to be in the top 10. Yeah. Or, you know, if it's a big event, I want to make day two. Yeah. You have to still find a way, I think, to find what is enjoyable for you, even within a competitive environment. It doesn't have to be completely fun. We go and we can run six hours on the course. Great deal. <laughs> it can be competitive and fun at the same time if yeah. you manage your expectations and you have goals that you set for yourself or your team. You know, I think you can do it. Is that what you would be saying sometimes in training, George, which would be, even if you're racing against yourself, Absolutely. set your goals. Correct. Yeah. yeah, I like that approach as well, I think. Um, like for, I always tell you my strategy for this year just to make day two. That's right, what right, right. you rush guys. setting and managing expectations. Challenge yourself, though. Correct. Mine is to finish. Ours as exactly. a team is to finish. And trust me, just finishing is major accomplishment. a major accomplishment. When you finish, you can feel it, you win. Mm-hmm. When, you get that, when you finally get I'm one, sure. finish. I know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel it, you win. When registration open until, George? Let me get registration it. is going to open until the Tuesday... Prior to the event. So I think, where are we now? We're the... Today's the 6th. Today's the 6th, so... We're looking at the 17th now. Correct, yeah. Registration will open until the 17th. And um, this is so we can get everybody in. We can figure out how we're going to do the waves, because obviously we have um, some COVID considerations this year. And we're going to have to limit the number of registrations over the four races. Four races being, obviously, the Amaroni Singles, um, the ICBL Open Wave... Public Bank Corporate Challenge and ICBL Competitive Wave. So we would, you know, we, it's not a year where we can say we're going to just take 60, 80 teams and we just have them run the whole day because we can't have that kind of density in place. So we're limiting registration. So if you want to be a part of this event, mm-hmm. get online now, register. Even if you don't have your, you know, full team as you would like it, get that registration in, secure your place so you can be a part of this incredible event. Um, someone messaged me yesterday and said uh, she's trying to figure out which day is the better day to go. Well, from a spectator rem- perspective? or a spectator perspective. So right. remind us now what's happening on each day. Right. So, so that people that listen they can pick which day if they're not coming to both. I know why are you not coming to both, but I guess that was get children. For, children okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can actually, we're going to put on sale relatively um, soon. By the time the podcast come out, they'll be on sale. You can get them from the ambassadors. You can get them online. Um, we're going to sell bands for the entire weekend. Right. Right, and it's going to be one cost. So if you come Sunday, you might as well come Saturday because it's going to be the same cost. Okay, right. Whether you pay $35 on the Saturday, it'll still be the same $35 on the Sunday. Um, and obviously, we're not trying to make any money. We're just trying to manage the toilets and the this and the next yeah, to yeah, just yeah. offset those costs because Peg has to get a little something as well. Right. So they will be available through the ambassadors. We'll give Nandy some because everybody's following Nandy. <laughs> yeah. People like to be behind her all the time. I ain't sure why. That's um, the one advantage. If you go, if you go in front, right, guy, too, Nandy. If you're a team game front, they got a lot of men with it. Don't Listen, pass that. Listen, hold on, Listen, party game. Party is hard, Yeah, y'all get in for sure. Strategy, strategy. Get in front, Nandy. So this Saturday morning, we're going to start with the Amaroni Trust singles, and that's going to be an individual event. Um, again, there'll be fun runners in that event, but yeah. there'll be elite athletes as well looking to qualify for world championships and become the next individual bar championship, male and female. Mm-hmm. We come back in the afternoon, uh, and it's going to be the open wave of the ICBL team challenge. So that will be Saturday afternoon. Now, again, we're trying to limit numbers. It's possible 
that we might have two waves of the competitive yeah. to get the elimination, but I'm trying to see if we can avoid that and we just have one wave of the competitive which would take place on this sat Sunday afternoon. Right. So Sunday we'd come back and just before lunch it would be the corporate wave. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that it helps to build some spectators for the elites. So right. the corporate wave comes just before lunch. When they finish, they go and have some lunch at the restaurant at Peg and then they come back out on the course and watch the elites vie for the championships. Um, again, you know, if you're looking for people to root for or against, obviously Obstacillers has won this event three times running. Yeah. It'll be good to root against them. All four. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> big shout out to Stuart Maloney. Again, Stuart is, one, Stuart is one of the big reasons why this event still takes place now because from the first event, when, when it finished, he expressed his support. And um, Sam Tyler's Sam Tyler's being a sponsor of this yeah, event. Was like, Yo, hold it, hold it, hold it, money. Exactly, put, it right back back in, <laughs> put it back into the event. Yeah. He helped us build in the. I joined that for him. <laughs> hey, yeah, I was up there like, you are a good man. You're a good man, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and obviously, their team is comprised a little differently this time around. But again, big shout out to Dominic Marshall and Kim Seeley who would have helped with those um, yeah. previous victories. It'd yeah, be interesting the, to see. Hall of Fame, they are, yeah. It'd be it interesting to see if, if now with a new team, if Obstacillers can replicate that success as well. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's some other teams all through the field that I said before, racing for different reasons. Um, there's some some teams out there just want to finish, like Nandy's team, and there's mm -hmm. some teams that want to be top 10, et cetera, et cetera. So it's going to be interesting to watch, um, bring out the friends, bring out the family. I mean, it's an incredible event to watch just because it's so different, it's so exciting. Go out there and, and you you can either be like the villain and you're rooting for people to fail obstacles. <laughs> or you're out there, there are some people like that, yeah. yeah or every, every time you go to the tire wall, or you go out there and you encourage your athletes to give them a hand when they're successful and you know you just give that a little energy to get through the course. I'm really looking forward to the course this year. We've set up the peg a little bit differently, I think, to make it a little bit more spectator friendly. Nice. So a lot of the action is gonna be centered close to the restaurant and close to the new um, bar that and we've built. So there's plenty. You can be sitting down comfortably. You can see the start. You can see the athletes come by. And you can see the finish as well. So even if you never left that one position, yeah, you'll see quite a bit. Yeah, but I feel like you should wander around Peg. Um, it's a beautiful property, and there's going to be some nice action on the obstacles all around the farm. Uh, I'm going to tell you listening right now, if you want someone to root against, um, you can look for whatever team Teague James is on. Right. Teague RX on our Instagram He's the one to root against. Right. <laughs> he's doing the open wave, right? I think he's doing the open wave, yeah. Um, we might be out there for a few hours. <laughs> so we might have to send everybody else first, uh, have T go last, come back on Sunday morning and clean him up off the course. Yeah, he's going to be the team, team open wave. Here. Correct, yes. Yeah. Let me talk a bit about that, though, mm -hmm. because we already said um, you can be in the competitive, you get the rash guard, and that's mm -hmm. the one main thing for me, right. being in the competitive. But open wave is fun. You don't oh, have yeah. to have to be able to complete the obstacles. And that is definitely really fun as that. That's where I, I could see, as you always say, the thing growing because there are some people now who might be like Nandi last year who'll be like, I want to try it, but I ain't mm -hmm. sure if we could get that rope. Mm -hmm. I, come on, try it. No? Yeah, and, and again, for me, the, the marathon analogy, the open wave is for the guy in the Mickey Mouse costume running for charity. Right. right? And you can, you can do that in your office. You're like, people, I want to go and do this bar thing. I want you all to sponsor me. If I finish, I want X, X, Y, X, Y, and Z come out and support. Yeah. Fly your own colors, right? Because you're yeah. not wearing a bar shirt. There's no bar race shirt in the open wave. Right, right. So if you have a company, if you have an organization, if you have a brand that you want to expose, by all means, yeah. come out and wear it, right? So this is like the guy in the Mickey Mouse costume. We're going out there. We're running around. We're having fun. And because, and previously, one of the main challenges for people 
is finding two male and two female like-minded people right. to do the competitive event. Because the open wave doesn't impact the prizes, comprise your team however you want, right? So it could be four males, it could be four females, four people from work, four people from the football team, yeah, four people from the netball team. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Put it together however you want, come out there and enjoy it. If you go on the course, for example, and you go across the monkey bars, you're like, wait, I get across the monkey bar things. I want to try it again. Go on, go try, and try it again. again. <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> Let me make sure you get on video this time and just, just go out there and enjoy it because nothing, like nothing else like it happens on the island. COVID has made 2020 miserable. Yeah. People have been training. People need some sort of avenue to express their fitness. And I think that, you know, we're outdoors, it's on peg. There's just so many good things about this event this year that we want people to come out and be a part of. For sure, for sure, for sure. Nadi, how are you feeling now after talking? It's us. We doing this, guys. We got this. We got this. We got this. I'm encouraged. I pumped up. I excited. A little terrified. But, you know, mm -hmm. I'm ready. <laughs> Also looking forward to that song, because let me say on camera, <laughs> to do bar, I bargained a song from Salt. Okay. Yes, yes. I told her that if she does the bar, uh -huh. I'm going to do the song. So, the song is already I written. And song. It's it's not, I, I can work the song and then run it behind now. Right, right, right. <laughs> I wonder what that song will be about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Um, singles, I'm going to trust. We can't forget them. They're a right. big part of the singles event. I uh, want people to... Uh, make sure and get their hashtags on. We want to talk about the hashtag first. Yeah. Hashtag race for a cause. Race for a cause. Um, again, on your, on your main page, not your stories, because the story will disappear. Go out there, post any picture you want. It could be bar related or not. Hashtag race for a cause. Tag Barbados Adventure Race. And if you have a preference, select the charity that you would like your hashtag to go, your hashtag contribution to go to. Every hashtag is 25 Barbados dollars. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. You can do multiple hashtags. Let's see how much money we can raise and um, get towards these charities. The charities are Barbados um, Diabetes Foundation, Heart and Stroke Foundation, and the Substance Abuse Foundation. Once again, big shout out and thanks to David Sumerick and the Amaroni Charitable Trust for sure. Yeah, um, there are a few more things that I need to talk about here, but uh, one thing I want to know is um, all the obstacles set in your mind already for the 21st and 22nd? More or less. I sat down and I listed everything that I could possibly throw at the event yeah. this year. And there's some obstacles that I want to have in because I think from a spectator perspective, they're like really visually impacted, impactful. I have a new obstacle that I've designed that is going to be crazy if we get it pulled off. Oh um, it's it's going to look incredible. Right. Um, it's going to look intimidating. It's going to look intimidating, but it's going to be fun to do. Like once right. you get up there, it's going to be super fun to do. I think that's one of, the, one of the obstacles that people in the open wave can do five or six times. Right, right, right. right, <laughs> right, right. Seriously. Yeah. 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 Um, but more or less, I have it set. Uh, I'm going to be doing the final course design over the next week or so. Once we get through the, the pop-up at Bushy Park, we're just going to go to Peg and start building out. Right. Um, so, yes, there are a couple obstacles that we didn't have last November that I'd like to include again if we can, and that was the traverse ropes because that was one of the more popular obstacles. The container traverse. Because, yeah. And we might be able to do it. <laughs> Obviously, getting two 40-foot containers into peg might be a little challenging. Yeah. So we might have to configure something else to get that traverse. But I feel like, remember when we did that first event, it was mostly walls and carries. Yeah. So the container traverse was something that was like, the, looked more like a traditional obstacle course race you'd yeah, see yeah, 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 anywhere yeah. in the world. Obviously, now we've added the rigs, and it looks more like World OCR or Spartan or whatever. Yeah. 
but I'd like to get that one back in for sure. Yeah, so you mentioned with the Open Wave teams, you know, come out, get some fun, have some fun with the team, and everybody could just come and do it. But some people be thinking, you know, they're not fit. Yeah, 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 at two. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but first of all, you don't need to be at eight, nine, or ten to do the open wave. You don't need to be at eight, nine, or ten to do bar to attempt it at least. Correct. But you wrote an article recently. Um, is it on BarbadosAdventureRace.com? Correct. Yes. Uh, how to get fit for bar in two weeks? In two weeks, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, you're not. You're probably not going to win the elite wave if you're just starting out, having right. done nothing. But if you have a relatively baseline fitness you play a sport you do a little scrimmage on the weekend with the boys or you're in the gym mm-hmm. and you're thinking about getting as fit as you can for bar then you start by running every day right now you know when you read studies it says you know after six weeks so and so improve vo2 max by this <laughs> right it, it's not like you just train for six weeks nothing happens and then on week, at the end of week six suddenly you're fitter right. it's incremental right um, so from the time you do that first session, your body starts to adapt to it. Your body starts to adapt to it with the hope that if it's subjected to that stress again, mm-hmm. you can cope with it a little better. So get out and run every day. If you can't run for 30 minutes, run walk. Try to get up to 40, 45 minutes if you can. Two sessions a week strength training is enough. Right. Multi-joint movements, low reps. Try not to do your strength around the same time as your cardio. Mm-hmm. And then the skills... Learning is, is one of those things that happens when you're sleeping, oddly enough. Right. So there's a, a guy called Daniel Kahneman. You ever heard of him? He wrote a book called Thinking Fast and Slow, and that book changed my life. When you do something that's challenging, your brain is trying to figure it out, and then you go to sleep. And while you're asleep, your brain makes all these connections. That's why you just go and you try something today. You're failing, 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 and then you come back, and the first time you try it, you get it. Right. Because while you're asleep, your brain is starting to figure out how to cope with the stress the next time you encounter it. Right, right. So I see people on the, on the rigs and they're struggling and they're getting frustrated. No, just do what you can. Do as much as you can. Leave it. Go home. Come back the next day. Right. So you don't want to be wearing out your, your hands and getting My cutting. Shoulders. Yeah, your shoulders now like spending five hours on the rig because you feel you only got two weeks. Mm-hmm. Spend 20, 30 minutes. Go home and sleep. Come back the next day. Try it again. I, Guarantee for most of the things, if you have good technique, by day three, day four, you're going to be starting to get them for sure. You've seen that happen several times, even with the quote-unquote elite, the bar tribe, I should say. Right, uh, right. You have you set up a new obstacle in a new yeah. training block. And every week, people will be feeling until Correct. the, the like week. week four, week three or four, yeah. yeah. And, and I, again, like, there's this, YouTube is out there. Google as many of these different things as you can. See how people different different people approach them. I like people to try to figure out some of these things out themselves. Everybody, everybody literally is different. So my limb length ratio might be different to Nandi's, for example. It might be better for me. She got bigger glutes. She is, yeah, she got <laughs> slightly bigger glutes. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, no, no. You got bigger calves. You want a glute off here? Yeah, or sure. <laughs> I think you can win, George. I don't think we should do the walk-up competition. You can't do the walk-up. I think she want to do an ab-off. Wow. She got the crop top today. The abs were here this morning, and then... Bad man don't walk-up, though. Bad man don't walk-up. Just so you know. Okay. I feel like you should use that as you clip that we put up. Right. Maybe we put it on Instagram. Bad man don't walk-up. It's been one the whole day even get to that. So, yeah, so come out November 21st and 22nd. Be a part of this event. Don't take yourself too seriously. Have some fun. If you're one of the guys who are looking to be competitive, good luck. I want to see a really 
you know, I want to see a tough, fair competition. I want a competitive event. They're going to try to capture as much of the content as possible and create something that people can see afterwards. Bring the family, bring your friends, bring your supporters, get the pom-poms out. If you're just learning about bar for the first time, come out and watch. And um, yeah, let's continue to grow this sport on the island for people who are just doing it for fun, as well as I think, I honestly think that we have a couple athletes who could go to major OCR events in the world and podium. And do well. Yeah. And podium. I think um, Darren, obviously, Darren could podium the, probably not the elite wave yet, mm -hmm. but he could definitely podium the age groupers at Spartan. Yeah. I think we have the future of the sport coming through right now. And people like Jade. Yeah. Jade, once she starts to become more obstacle proficient, like all the rest of us, we're like, well, I mean, I'm probably oldest of the barbarians, right? Yeah. We're like late 30s, 40s, and so on. And right now, she just isn't there yet to right. beat like your Amorises and your Daniels and so on. But give her three or four years, and I think she's going to be I pushing think the age, The age of the elite athlete is going to drop in mm -hmm. bar rapidly over the next four to five where yeah. you're going to see the average age of the athlete dropping down from late 20s, early 30s, right. down to early 20s. When yeah. those people first come out of the inter-school sports, right. in a way because it's a lot of running as well, but their yeah. brains are young, their brains make these connections. Not that old people can't learn, but we also got a bit of a fear. We got children, right. we, got, right, right, right. we got insurance. I got to go work tomorrow. <laughs> I got to work back at them still at UV, right? <laughs> I'm glad you've mentioned this because... We, you know, we have a strength and conditioning scholarship, which is also sponsored by the Amaroni Trust. In yeah. And we have two athletes who are currently on that sponsorship, Aaron Spencer, yeah. um, Karifta medalist in the 400 hurdles. hurdles. Yeah. And then we have... Um, he's a good guy too, Aaron. Yeah, is yeah, yeah Aaron's guy. really good. He's a leader as well. Huh? Yeah. And then we have, I can't remember the youngster's name, 100 meter runner. You know, is it male? Yeah. Trains with Tamal as well. I, I know exactly. I feel embarrassed. Ju that Julian. Julian, yeah, Julian, Julian Ford. Ford. Julian Ford. Sorry, Julian. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and the two of them were finishing up their session the other day, and they just jumped on the rig and tried the rings and tried the traverse bar. Yeah. And now Harrison College is entering a team. Really? <laughs> yes. Harrison yeah. College is entering a team in a competitive wave. I've decided to sponsor them into the event. As right, because they're school children. And, and yeah. obviously I went to Harrison College as well. And they paid penny fees. And I, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> at Harrison College then, you know, I was there teaching as well, so Harrison College was yeah, good to me. that was a strong team. Yeah, so like with the two of them and they go and find two, you know, two ladies, Two ladies there. from that school. Yeah. I would like that man to come and beat everybody <laughs> just to prove that Harrison College is the best school in the world. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, in this conversation, you know, I just respectfully step back. <laughs> But yeah, uh, if they come and get out there, so they get the after their training, they got the rake and mm -hmm. the traverse, right? Yeah, so they only need, like I said, they, they, at that age, your brain is so pliable. You yeah. learn so quickly, and, and that they, they're fast, they're Them fast. fearless. Them fast. They're fearless. <laughs> you know, Y'all so. like give me ideas of more people to encourage to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, that because we're truly, as I get to where I am now in my bar career, I'm looking now to bring in people to because yeah. we want to take this here international and they Correct. think that those kinds of athletes but once you're not going we're not saying these guys are not going to go to the Olympics but once you're not training for the Olympics right. or training for the world risk. championships or anything you could you could diversify like for another sport that you could really be a force to be reckoned with here and I think that's exactly the direction that Jade is heading in right. and hopefully we get some more athletes because we produce a lot of quality athletes here in Barbados we're necessarily not going to go to Olympics right. we're not going to be I, I double AF competitors, but you right. could be an OCR athlete. 
Absolutely. I think the sport internationally is young enough that mm. we could start to get in on that upward trajectory of the sport right. before it gets away from us. Yeah. And all you need is you need somebody who's got the time to train, you need access to some of your skills, and you need somebody who's just willing to put in your work with a little bit of coaching. You don't need, a, you don't need for example, you don't need to be like golf. If you want to play golf, you need a lot of money because you need... Yeah, you know, or Formula One, yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. You know, your go-karting or even tennis, you need 10 rackets and so on. Yeah. That's why I think, I think for, as a kind of segue, like boxing, track and field, obstacle course racing, those are the sports in Barbados that I would like to see more emphasis being placed on because you really you don't need, need much. Exactly, you don't really need a whole lot of resources as far as developing the talent in those areas, for sure. All right, before we go, I mean, said the 14th, Saturday the 14th, you're going to have a clinic almost like for the rig and that sort of stuff. It's coaching. Well, actually, we're calling it a workshop. workshop so, right. so it's going to be a two-hour workshop. It's going to be myself and Coach Stompy from Outdoor Fitness. Yeah. And we're going to basically give teams and individual like the blueprint for how to approach bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about the singles. We're going to contrast if this is your first bar compared to if you're a seasoned bar athlete. We're going to give you some, some, some tips on your carries, your walls, your rigs. And we hope that by the time we finish that workshop, um, people feel a lot more confident. Um, if they haven't registered, then they register on the spot. And it just gives people a, little, a few things to think about to improve their performance on the day. Because even if you're doing open wave, you want to do an obstacle race. Yeah. You don't want to do a burpee race. Right. You know what I mean? You don't want to be just out there doing burpees all the time because you can't complete the obstacles. And you're going to have much more fun, mm-hmm. I think, coming through and accomplishing these things. And then we haven't actually set the time for it yet. Follow the page, Bar underscore Race on Instagram, Barbados Adventure Race on Facebook. So we'll set the time, but that's going to be the Saturday before Bar, Saturday the 14th. 14th. And by that time, most of the course might already be built out. So we can actually take some of these obstacles and walls and do a practical application nice. on how to approach them as well. All right. I guess that's all the time we have for this week's um, mm-hmm. Barcast. I want you to join us next week for sure. We're going to talk about how not to break down before bar. Yeah. I want to do one thing. I'm, I'm going to give um, Nandy's followers. Yeah. I'm going to give Nandy my promo code over the next week. Oh, geez. That's all fair. <laughs> <laughs> so if you follow Nandy and you want to do bar, I'm going to give Nandy my promo code, which is SS1, over the next week. SS1. So anybody... <laughs> Anybody who signs up and uses that promo code. The first S staff is stinking. I'm sure it was. That's But don't feel like we gave you the money. We're just tracking how many people who follow you. Make <laughs> <laughs> a few impressions. Just, exactly. That's all we want. Do it for me, guys, though. It's yeah. a step. It's a baby step, you know. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Right. So SS1, if you follow Nandy, sign up. BarbadosAdventureRace.com. Remember, select the charity if you're doing the individual event. Make sure you select the right event. You don't want to go and sign up for competitive if you're doing the open. So select the right one on the team page. Look around the Instagram page, and we look forward to seeing you November 21st and 22nd. Also to Nandi's followers, don't forget the hashtag. Y'all can be involved as well. Yes. Use the hashtag race for a cause, and let's get these $25 donations in through the Amaroni Trust. Mm -hmm. Nandi, one, thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for having me. Yes, and you were a great guest, and I'm looking forward to joining you in some training sessions before the 21st, as well as seeing you on the course on the 21st and 22nd. So you're going to run out and leave me? Trust me, we've talked about this before, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you at the start, and maybe at the end. <laughs> Sorry, go home a bit before you ever finish. Yeah. <laughs>